Okay. Okay. I like that. Um, for someone just starting a business today, um, they have an idea, no matter what that business is, do you have like five key things that a person should follow when you're stepping into starting your first business? Um, five key things. Five key things. First things first, whatever business you're going to find or whatever industry you want to get into, find somebody that's been in that space at least 10 to 15 years. At least. Not five. Seven's okay. Seven, ten, right. And you want to try to mirror what that person, what that business is doing and reverse engineer that back to you. Where would I be in five years if I was following that person that's been successful in that space? Been through a downturn, I think, of nature. Uh, study that market. First thing, before you do an LLC business plan, anything, study the market and follow those that have been in it. I don't care what culture they're from or whatever. What business is that in? Um, number two, and please don't do this on social media. Do it away from social. Get off of IG and all that. Follow. So in, in person, in find people. Got you. Okay. okay. Yeah. Got to. Got to. Find a, find a school mentor. Uh, S-C-O-R-E because if social media went down for any period of time it did that one day where are you going to go? Well, well coach my business is on social media well if it went down what is the business I going to do? Who else are you serving? Mm. Uh, number two I would say get a get a business plan template and answer every question on there like write it down with an ink pen don't type it write it and then brain dump on paper get it all out right and then have somebody evaluate it and then go ahead and write your plan out. Because you gotta put strategy behind that plan. Right? So you've studied your market, you've got it written, you got strategy behind it. And that's time to go out and actually get some credentials behind your name. Right? You're gonna get the LLC S Corp, talk to your CPA, get the right legal structure around you. Okay? So that you're moving not you as a person, but you as a business. And then whatever you are, Latino male, African American, female, whomever and certify that business with that credential so that when you go do business in the business space, you're doing B2B, right? We're doing business. Those certifications, those business credentials can take you way further than you just standing there by yourself doing the business as an LLC, just, just a one-off person. That'll take you into chamber of commerce meetings. It'll take you mm -hmm. into procurement meetings, business to business meetings, meeting other business people. And that in and of itself is what affects the mindset of a business owner more than anything else I can do. Those would be the five I would say out the gate. Okay. Okay. Now let's let's kind of, if you could, just um, let's try to simplify it a little bit when you say go get those credentials. Um, what do you mean by credentials? Outside of your S Corp and your LLC, but what are, outside of that, because me myself, I can go on um, Secretary of State, you know, register my LLC, you know, go to the IRS, get my EIN and things like that. And now I am a, a entity in a sense. What are some of those credentials that I may be missing outside of having so that? So when you got to LLC, you're a legally registered entity in your state, right? You got your IRS EIN number. Okay, cool. That's the, that's the start. Just bumped off. Anybody that's not a white male, right, in business, how do how does anybody know who you are? Secretary of State knows who you are, but there are multiple procurement and business to business databases where you need to pop up as who you are. So say I'm talking to my sisters, right? 
my black and Latino sisters. If you don't have that WOSB, a woman-owned small business after the LLC, you're not popping up as who you are. So all the benefits of being a black woman-owned business mm. or veteran-owned business, right? All those minority categories, they're there for a reason. So I would say just off the muscle, two places you want to go. SAM.gov, which is the federal system, which a lot of banks, credit unions, grants, even business opportunities want to see if you're registered in SAM.gov on the federal side. That covers so many things, so many things. And then what state you're in, there's a state procurement database. So if I'm, color, if, if I'm a baker and in Atlanta and uh, the Georgia Dome's got an event and they want to bring in some minority culinary bakers, well, they're going to go to that procurement database to see who's registered. If you're not registered, they don't know who you are. Oh, yeah, I'm a baker. No, I'm, I'm, I'm over here. I got my IGP website and I'm, I'm, I'm SEO top optimizing everything else. That's great. They don't look over there. They look in their <laughs> own database. So whatever state mm. you're in, there's a database, Cobb County, Atlanta itself, uh, every state's got its own setup and there's different jurisdictions for where business is done. So if we really want to talk about business and running up a good bag consistently, you got to be where the other business people are at. So that's why I, I make a joke about IG business is, is great, but IG ain't cutting the checks, but the state of Texas is, Georgia is, and those different counties are because they have money from the federal that came on down. Yeah. So we understand how this yeah. United States corporation really works to the benefit of the business owner and now the credential minority business owner. Okay, now we can talk. Now we can talk. So it's a simplified state, federal, whatever county, city you're in. Mm -hmm. Those three, at least you're covered. Now you attend those meetings with those credential bodies you sit in the room and sit back and just let them talk to you because they're going to tell you what the city's plans are. They'll tell you where the money's going. There's no guessing. And you fall in line with what projects are in place for your business. Now, do you think um, people shy away from that? Just one, because they don't know the information. And then two, does that give them the feeling of it's a, that's political? That's like in the politics. So I'm not really into my local government you know things of that nature i think about i even think about myself right so i'm an artist and uh one of my goals and visions is to open up an art gallery here in the city for your young inner city youth for those that create within the city um and have a gallery have a spotlight on those local artists but speaking to you now i know what some of the shortcomings is in having this business already that I can point out. And it's, you don't think about being registered with your local government on anything, um, especially from someone that grew up in the inner city in area. You don't think to register, you won't be starting a business is the first leap of faith. So now you're saying now I have to structure and get into this blueprint in a sense to make sure my business is successful. And one of those is to make sure I am on the list in my local government area is almost speaking Chinese. Um, so how do we get people to, you know, one, know that that's where the money is, and then two, not be afraid to be in those rooms? Uh, it's be podcasts like this, right? Um, shout out to all 
brothers and sisters like yourself, man, that's putting the word out there, right? I'm over here, but I don't have your phone. I don't have that platform. So when we can make this cool, sexy, whatever you want to call it, but we can talk the same language, right? Because when we saw government such operators, a lot of us were raised, we think government Bible, I ain't going there. <laughs> I want the people out of my yeah. business. Nah, <laughs> bro, nah, nah. Mm. I'll let you for real, for real. I don't want the lights, none of uh, I get, we get it, right? And, but it's like, you know, when you know better, you do better. So now it's gonna take people like myself getting on platforms like this and be like, nah, listen, this is what the government is really about. Okay, they just as gangsters, yeah, okay, but this is how business is done. And we can't be so woke that we talk about the United States Corporation and this and that and business credit and all these things and not talk about the essence of truly how this thing works. And actually, you want them in your business because when we realize what the government really is, like, no, they got money. They got our quote unquote reparations of, of sorts in these businesses. So the money's there. You just have to be bank ready and understand how that process works to get that. Mm. So, okay, let me walk you through this. The same thing you do to stand in line to get the Valenciagos and this, that, and the third, and we know how to get this and that. We know that. How did, who taught us that? Yeah. Culture got on it. We figured it out. Boom. The Jays come out. Mm. Boom. Right? PlayStation 5. Madden come out. Boom. I'm getting it. I'm downloading before it even come out. So we know how to work it. How to work this system, and the funny thing about this system is it's old. It's it's coming around now, but it's so simple in and of itself. And we see how the government really works. Get your paperwork and go do your business because they actually need you to do business in that government city. So I don't say government a whole lot. I'll say you know on the federal side, on the on the national side, on the state side, and then you go to see man, some of these people look just like us. These procurement directors and all these managers, even some of the mayors and stuff, look just like us. And they're asking for us to come in the door because they got the key to some of this work. Actually, a lot mm. of this work. So the same work we get on the block, use the same block to your advantage. Shucks, get with the land bank and go buy some of these blocks up. Shout out to Chris Senegal who's doing that out here in Houston. Yeah, man, you can buy a business on the block. You can buy the real estate in some of these businesses on the block. So when we start to get that mindset together, you're like, hold up, man, nah. Let's, let's do this thing right. And you, you got a CPA, you're filing your taxes right, you feel me? So now you got the people out your way because you're doing things accordingly. You're filing taxes the right way. Got the CPA on your on your, on your team. And I don't trip about the IRS because the CPA can make the IRS do what they need them to do. So now the fear starts to go away when we really understand how this system works. Gotcha. Now, when should a small business start thinking about a CPA and a lawyer? Um, is it a certain uh, threshold as far as income that you're bringing into your business? Or should you walk in the gate before any sales, before any money is brought into the business, walk in with a lawyer and a CPA if you can afford it, in a sense? Off the muscle. Out Off the, the gate. Muscle. Off the muscle, yeah, because really they don't cost like you think they do, right? Mm. You can go to a community college, uh, university, law department. They got a lot of pro bono work that they do, a lot. That's stuff we don't even know sometimes. That's why okay. I kind of knock people that are like, nah, college is this, college is that. No, they got a lot of resources over there that you can go get. So you can get a lawyer, 
uh, paralegal coming right out of law school, right? They don't charge a whole lot. And all you need is to get some simple structure going on, operating agreement, you know what I'm saying? Ministry meetings and things of that nature so you can stay compliant. And it's good to get somebody to come out of law school, they just learn. And sometimes the professor who's over the department, a couple of them will give pro bono work. You know, a score mentor will give pro bono. So you can get the legal part down. Cool, that's great. A CPA, they're not gonna charge you maybe to meet with them one time. But to do the tax planning, you the little investment you do make with them will save you a hell of a lot when it comes to doing your taxes. Because it costs you way more after than up front. So they don't charge a lot up front. They're, they're not that front and heavy like that. Not at all. But you need that plan. Like I said earlier, the plan and the strategy. That's the two people you need on your team. That's your offensive and, and defensive coordinator right there. Mm. And they looking out for you more than anybody else. Because I hear a whole lot of crazy information on, on social media. Yeah. Get with them, man. Because not everybody needs the LLC. Not everybody needs an escort. Not everybody needs what they say you generally need. Now this whole trust thing is going up too. It's like, man, y'all giving some terrible information. Get with somebody who's licensed. Yeah, who I've, I've can heard help a lot about that. Yeah, so so what is this new thing with, with trust and, and um, this especially something I want to get into, but I want to be able to learn it on my own, do my research, and you hear a lot about it. Um, and so what is your perspective on having a business and then putting your business or having assets and putting all your assets into a trust? Um, well, what is your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think a trust is a great thing. You know, make sure you get with a state board license, asset protection attorney, you know, because they're run by the states. Each state has their own uh, jurisdiction, mm -hmm. if you will. And yeah, I mean, I'm doing that with my family now. Uh, there's a young lady who I, I won't put her name out there just yet, but she is licensed in that area and she's speaking with our family now to put the land and houses in a trust so that when certain family members pass on, we don't have to worry about going to probate court and all that kind of stuff and losing Big Mama's house like a lot of us do. You'll be in that trust, you'll have heirs, you'll have beneficiaries, done. That'll be wrapped up, mm. good to go. That way we can control everything and own nothing per se. There's a way you do it though. And there's no general information because there's tons of trust out there. And there's a lot of experts right. saying, get that trust, that trust, and this protects it, that protects it. It's not, there's nothing that's 100% bulletproof, but there's a way you structure it according to how your thing is set up, how your life is set up, what assets you have, right? And let that asset protection attorney say what trust mechanism needs to be put in place to protect it, how you need to use it. Do that first that again nice. it's not sexy i don't know how to make it that way but <laughs> go there first <laughs> go there first yeah. you know what i'm saying find you yeah. a, 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 and there's a lot of black latino women for sure who are asset protection attorney actually before i got on with you my attorney does government contracting and asset protection trust that's her main hmm. thing so yeah i go to her for everything interesting now so is getting into the government contract space is it as complex as people make it or is it a simple thing to do as long as you have all the right credentials when you're walking in the door um yeah like because i just think about it and so for me my brother we just well he just started a trucking company i've been in the last mile space of transportation uh for probably the last four years now so i'm pretty equipped and understand how the last mile part of it go and so i've been helping him along with it helping him dispatch and things of that nature 
And someone came to us like, hey, once I get into government contracts, you know, to for transportation and things like that, for hauling. And we both kind of look like, mm, I don't quite know if we're ready for that. And I wouldn't even know where to start. Like you hear this information like, well, yeah, I got a trucking company. Once you go reach out to the government, they got government contracts for transportation. Yeah, but where do we look? How do you start? What do you like? What are they asking for? Things of that nature before we just say, okay, that's where the bag is. Let's go this way because this is what we have to offer as a service. Um, and so, so for us, it seems complex because no one has given us enough information to walk in the door. Uh, kind of going back to that being registered, like when you mentioned it, like, oh man, I don't, neither one of us is registered for neither one of our businesses. Um, like we just now got put on to what it is to have a, a Dun and Brad number. And so a lot of information is so left out from the neighborhood to where it's, okay, just starting a business is one thing. And then we hear everything, people coming at us, oh, you got this, man, you should do this, you should do that. And we've been hearing government contract a lot, but it's no one is actually telling us how to go about getting the government contract for the line of work that we do. And so how can you, you know, shed some light on, is it complex or do you just gotta have your ducks in a row? I'm going to say it's a little bit of both, honestly. Um, for example, I just left the Port of Houston. They're, they're doing their Port, Port Houston U, which stands for Port Houston University. And the goal there is for their diversity, equity, which really just means helping minorities and do business with the port. Because all the big boys got their contracts lined up. They straight. They got a whole system in there. They do their thing, whatever. Now there's more federal mandates in place that, hey, there's $100 million contract. 20%, 30% has to go to minority-owned businesses in that space. And when you understand how these projects are broken down and who does what work, then you can see how the government contract space will benefit you. Uh, trucking came up a lot today. Uh, I'm getting an email that will have a list of which shipping container, shipping companies, uh, not the Port of Houston themselves, but their job is to take it off the, off the ship, put it on the back of an 18-wheeler, gooseneck, flatbed, or whatever, and boom, go. But there's companies that regulate the transportation. I have clients that are in trucking. So my job is to understand the system and how the system works and put them on game. Hey, are you registered accordingly uh, since we're in Houston? Which certification does the Port of Houston take for you to do business with the port and with these other companies? And there's a whole list. But the main one is, say, the Metro Cert or the City of Houston certification. There's a certain way that they credential these businesses, right? And they do background check. Not background check, but just make sure you are a legitimate business. Um, so to answer your question, is it is complex, yes. There's a hierarchy of things, which is why you don't hear a lot of it on social, because not many people talking about on social media actually do it. They say they do it, or they maybe got a contract, or this at the third, or they fell into one, or heard somebody got one. But I can tell by the way they give details in their posts or whatever, you're not really doing it like that. But the benefit of it is, yes, it's complex. It's just a way of doing business. They've laid out the blueprint. This is how you as a business owner can get a contract to do X, Y, and Z. So I need you to fill out this paperwork. And most of it is paperwork. Uh, then it's paperwork. And then what's the standard operating procedures to do business this way? And really, you kind of want that anyway, because you do business this way. You're in trucking. Let me take this good from A to B. So who is my main target client I need to work with? That's my first thing. Where you all at, where your trucks are at, who you got your authority with, and how can I deliver goods for whomever? 
if it's flatbeds, if it's Panther Distribution, Amazon, whomever, I'm doing those um, those Sprinter vans, however you're doing it. Who am I doing business with and how do they need me to line up and do business with them? That's it. And once you get that part down, yes, the credentialing is important. It's hella important. Uh, some people may put out there you don't need to be certified to get a government contract. I'm not talking about these one-off little contracts because there's thresholds for the contracts under 50,000, under half a million, under a million and a half. You know, you have to have certain ducks in a row. But once you understand the system of how to do work like that, man, it's it don't take long either because you go stay in that circle and attend those meetings. Those are the masterminds you want to go to. <laughs> those are the events you want to go gotcha. to because they tell you exactly how it's done. There's no like confusion whatsoever. So social media confuses it because it's more of a spin, bait and switch kind of thing. But I just try to give it to you. Like you go to my lives, I'm driving to and from the events, telling y'all what I'm doing. Gotcha. That's what we need. Now on some that. of these events, on some of these events, are these? Uh, how do you hear about them? Uh, I know you well, mentioned about something them? about going down to the chambers. Like, how is how, how do you direct someone? You know, because for one, most people I don't even know where that is. How do I find it? You know, things of that nature, like some of those detailed things that, you know, you hear, you know, your network is your net worth. Get out here, shake hands and things like that. Uh, make sure you're in these rooms. But it's where y'all hearing about these rooms at? How do I find this room? Where are these rooms listed? Like, is it, you know, and I think because we are in the internet age in a sense of social media, we're looking for everything online to figure out how to get in the room. And what it sounds like is you kind of need to be bumping shoulders to know about these rooms. It's not necessarily on the computer or online. So uh, share some light on like, where do you find these rooms? How can someone, you know, find out where these meetings are happening at? Um, yeah, you got to get out there and kiss, kiss babies and shake hands and all that kind of good thing for sure. Networking is, is killer. Um, Kind of like how we met up, you know, we met on social, right? And we started talking and, and here we are. Um, I'm gonna give you all a couple words that you can put in any Google search, any city, any state, right? If I'm in Texas, Atlanta, Florida, and I put in Florida procurement department, everybody, even your own job, you got a purchasing and procurement department. Everybody else, right? There's a couple of the jobs are to take the needs of the business and find a way to cure I'm put my head down, but I'm, I'm writing <laughs> yeah. this as you speak yeah. it. So yeah, I'll, you know, I want you to think. Nah, I'm nah, nah. Obviously, you're right mode. Nah, it's all good, and we need to have this conversation. So there's, there's a I'm <laughs> way too much game. Uh, nah, but we need this though. So purchasing and procurement, <clears throat> everybody's company's got. One. The Navy's got it. The Air Force has got it. The city's got it. Everybody's got it. Amazon. I keep saying Amazon because you know everybody can relate to that one. Uh, every every company has a purchasing and procurement department. Government contracting comes in because of who they are purchasing and procuring from. The same thing happens for your local businesses as well. Same thing. So when you understand procurement, you understand government contracting. So you don't hear a lot of procurement at all. You hear GovCon and this at the third, but procurement is just it's the core of it all. Yeah. These rooms are again Google Atlanta or Georgia procurement department. And take your time and go over the site. It'll show you where the next events are, there's a calendar, boom, 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 right? And then they'll tell you when the when they meet, like in Dallas, theirs is every other month or so, Houston's the last Tuesday of the month, 
And when you get there, everybody's there. Metro, Texas, TxDOT, mm. uh, uh, the university systems are there. All the big prime contractors are there. Everybody shows up because we don't understand what the word economic development really, 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 really means. That city planner and the economic development director, they're growing the economy locally in that state, in that city, et cetera, et cetera, right? So the procurement forums that they have, chambers of commerce, those are chambers, like they, the commerce, they meet there. So procurement departments, procurement forums, and chambers of commerce, that's the two spots. Because everybody is going to intersect into one or both of those arenas. Uh, make sure you got a LinkedIn profile. Because they don't talk, they all got IG pages, but their pages ain't active. Yeah. And if you don't yeah. know them, you never cross paths with them. But if you got your business and you're looking up Chamber yeah. of Commerce, procurement, da da da, on LinkedIn, all the people that are connected to the Atlanta Chamber, the Atlanta Black Chamber, the uh, uh, Texas uh, Latino Chamber, all the businesses intersect. So you just look up with all of them. LGBTQ Chamber, hit them all. Because everybody has representation in this space. And they take care of their own. And they do work together. Mm. So from barbershops on in. Because guess who needs barbershops? Everybody. Military. All kinds of different places. When they have these these projects, they'll, they'll need people to go out. There's all kinds of different things you can get into. So that's where you go. And, and, I, and I say LinkedIn because it, it once you get connected to one, it keeps going. Like right now, we're talking about chat GPT, right? And this whole AI thing. There's a major artificial intelligence. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's massive. About that. You got to get into it. But there's a big artificial intelligence conference in Virginia today that people on Clubhouse and all that aren't talking about. Because, again, you're not in the spaces where those things come up. Mm. So if you're looking for that and you're on LinkedIn, it'll start popping up in your feed. So LinkedIn feeds you the right stuff. So you can be on IG and doing what we're doing now, but be on LinkedIn so you can get fed the right information. And the more you follow those different organizations, it keeps feeding. Right. Yeah. So that's the that's the answer, bro. If, if, if we did more of that, and a lot of this stuff is free, doesn't cost much. I think the, the conference was 300 bucks. I mean, you got Booz Allen, Lockheed Martin, mm. multi-billion-dollar companies for three hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. You can you can book a Southwest flight, yeah. get there at six o'clock in the morning, stay all day, come right back for less than a rack. If you want to stay overnight, you can do that too. And then, thousand dollars, and you've been around multi-billion dollars of business. Man, look. Yeah. Yeah, that's, the, that's the right thing to do, and and that's so foreign to us at yeah, times. Yeah, because we don't, you know, that you know, as we do in our business, we, we take profit out before we begin to invest back in, and then some of that investment we don't think about it being uh, being in the right place at the right time. We look at it more: how can I buy more product? How can I buy more equipment? Um, instead of thinking about how can I put myself in the right space. And so that's, I'm glad you shed the light on that. And for the, it could be as cheap as a thousand dollars, which people look at it as like, man, I'm gonna have to spend all of this money to, to do these things. And how do you feel about when you hear things like paying 25, 50,000 
to sit at a, a table with these millionaires and things like that. Does, does that strike you as like ridiculous or do you see a good cause? Is this cause free space that? that I really talk like I want to? Yeah, man, you can talk all you can. Yeah, yeah you can answer that question. <laughs> uh, what I would tell people is, has you lost your fucking mind? <laughs> Have you really lost your mind? You're going to sit at a table with people that really don't give a shit about you. Most of these folks that do the $50,000 thing and 20000 where are they, the, the, the people that paid the money, where are their testimonials at? And most of them that say they're millionaires, if you looked up the companies that they work for, they don't even have a millionaire on the books. So I, I think in, in some of those spaces where you're going for the gimmicky millionaire, you lost your mind. Now you may say, well, Coach, well, your your programs are 25K, 50, da, da. Yeah, but there's a business that's hiring me to do business development. And there are some individuals that are hiring us or want to get on our mentorship. And I say mentorship lightly because mentorship should be free. But our business development accelerator programs, right? The, the bank ready accelerator programs, who I'm meeting with a banker tomorrow, by the way. These banks are endorsing what we're doing. So I would pay for that because that shows me how to buy a business, how to get into the government contracting procurement space. I'm showing you, and we have testimonials based on their successes. So I would never pay to sit with a millionaire for what? I'm the reason why I say that, you asked me earlier about the different rooms to be in. I don't have to pay much to sit with millionaires every day. These CEOs for these companies that I'm at these rooms with. I don't have to pay to be in these rooms. The the the, the Port of Houston event, M- McCarthy, major developer, their VP was in the room, kicked it with us. Next weekend, we're going to be kicking it again with a lot of these guys. So I don't have to spend that kind of money to sit with the CEO. So in the real business world, right, some of this stuff is kind of like people laugh at it, to be honest, because it's like, why would you pay that much? It's almost like extortion, wow. like you're spending money to yeah. do what? Yeah. Spend that money in the business development space, which they do. They'll hire a consultant, which is what I got hired on for way back when I first started. And that's a space because you have to perform when somebody's paying $25,000, or more. So, yeah, to that question, man, I'm like, not. it doesn't work that way in the traditional real business space. It's kind of laughed at because what are you getting for that? It doesn't make sense. Like you want to sit with Jay-Z or you want to, you know, it's like... Mm, yeah, I mean the network. This, yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I've been seeing a, I've been seeing a lot of it. So just to listen to you, you know, just break down some things, like you said, and it can cost you, you know, little as thousand dollars to be in the room with the the ideal people you need to be in the room with for whatever your business is tailor made. And I think with a lot of these, you know, social media millionaires in a sense. Um, what they're promoting aren't, it isn't a target for each for a particular industry. It's, it's almost just broad. Like, come sit with us, and it's like, well, yeah, but you may not be in my space. So, what would be the need for me to sit at your table and you're not in my space? Uh, and a lot of times, it, it, you just get a lot of different mixture of, of business owners and CEOs, but it's not tailor made to what you may be looking for and so kind of what you're going on saying is you can find something tailor-made to you and you can get in these rooms for as little as a thousand dollars it really just takes effort is what it sounds like i mean the right strategy man and and it's like yes you have to want for more and i think for us as a culture we have to know it's even out there 
because there's folks I talk to about buying an existing business mm-hmm. and getting into these spaces, and they're like, "Man, this is like alienation." I don't. What, what, what are you talking about? So I try to go live and be realistic about this is what I'm doing. This is where business is at, and they want like, "Yes, I want the millions. I want the business." Okay, here's where it's at. Go here, go there, do this, do that, and call me later. I just push them. Like, just go over there. Just, just, just go. I might be a little scary, but don't say nothing. Don't ask no questions. Oh, I, do I have to talk? No. I tell them sit in the back of the room and just sit down and listen, and you'll see how it happens. And they're like, "Whoa, wait, hold, hold on. Really? That's that's all I got to do? Like, yeah, that's that's really it." I said, "We got more swag and, and genius than you believe." And that's all you got to do, man. This is not as humble. You just have to be open to this way of doing business, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to take something else that you have here. Like I said, I've been swimming through your uh, social media page here. And you got a lot of information, man. Uh, and, it, and it's real helpful information. And so I just want to kind of pull from it and let you be able to answer yeah, it yeah. live here right now. Um, and so you mentioned uh, some things you can use to manage your time as a busy entrepreneur. Uh, and so I just kind of wanted you to share a little bit on that, especially for your uh, beginner entrepreneur and how to manage your time. What are, just give me two things. We don't have to get into the four that you Yeah, and, and it's funny because the more I get into it, I don't see my answer changes, but it gets a little bit more concrete. I mean, I did write a book on time management. I think it's a hell of a book. The stuff that's in the book is really practical. I got people that will send me their Kinkos making copies, you know, and highlighting it and everything. It's like a like a manual for life. And uh, there's principles in that book that help you manage your time, help you stay disciplined. Um, I mean, I would say start there, honestly. Shameless plug, go get the book. You know, it's like 30 bucks or whatever. And I got free resources on, on the time, uh, cheat sheets and things of that nature. Uh, time What's the name time of the management for entrepreneurs. It's a blue and black book. Yep. Yep. Time management. We got like two free resources that go with it. Okay. I made sure when I, when I post this, yeah, I no put doubt. that on there. Okay. Yeah, man. It's it's and it's nice. a, a reasonably easy read. Like I said, and, and the the principles in the book help you manage time better. Because we aren't really taught that. There's some classes for it, but you got to really get into it. And that's why I made, did time management for entrepreneurs. There's a Eisenhower matrix that's part of most business schools, but I pull that in there to where everything that crosses our desk don't need to be addressed. Your your 911 a my emergency. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So the 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 art of saying no is something we really need to do. And 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 at the end of the day, get a, a calendar, right? I don't want to talk about something I don't do. So I'm going to buy me a new calendar for 2023, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, and I'm, I'm filling it out. I'll, I'll put on there. I got my phone, but it's to write it out so you can see it and put you first, your health, your gym yeah. time, daytime, whatever, and structure your life around you and the needs of your business and only take on what you can take. On. Yes, we're going to get stressed out. A lot happens. I get stressed even been doing this for this long, but if you just manage and stay disciplined to that routine. And that schedule that you put in place for what you and your market research and your business plan put out there, take that book and implement that. Keep it simple. Because sometimes we overcomplicate things if we do too much. This is a fact. This is a fact. Um, I like that you have something that you do. Uh, I, I, you do Mindset Mondays. 
uh, and, and mindset is something that I, I talk about with a lot of my guests that I have on and just even my everyday friends and things like that. Just setting your mind on a pure intention. Um, tell me a little bit about how did you develop this understanding of mindset? Where did it start? And how helpful has it been just throughout your career? Everything life? goes around. I call it Mindset Monday because it's kind of a catch term, right? But on Sunday, you know, before the work week starts, I want to look at where I'm at, where my schedule at, and foresee what's going on. And put my mind into a, a place, okay, here's what we got to get done. And it's on purpose because I got to get this done for a reason. Here's what we did last week, this is what I'm planning on doing. Are we on goal? Are we on target? Boom, boom. Okay, cool. And, and, and get focused on, all right, got, a, got gym day, legs, chest, back, shoulders, whatever, cardio, set and third, you know, so-and-so got apartment. So I want to get myself in that space to where I don't want to second guess nothing, I want to just hit it. And Monday is a good place to start with that. So if I'm talking to an audience, you know, my followers and whatnot, so is, is, is your mind where it needs to be, right? Are you good? Top of the week, don't trip. Don't go to because a lot of people really where it came came from in the corporate world, people are more depressed on a Monday than they are on Friday. I don't want to go to work. Oh, I'm dead, tired, driving, you know, tripping, right? And it's like, nah, you get to go to work. Yeah. But use that work <laughs> yeah. and that secure paycheck per se to help you learn and be a better you. So when I'm riding to work on a Monday, it's like, man, I could be under a bridge, right? Tent city. I could be stressing about not having no money for these bills. It could be something mm. else. So utilize the structure that you go into, podcast your way to work, this, that, and the third, and grow yourself over time. Yeah. You can mentally set yourself up to know that part. You ain't tripping about the job. Nobody over I'm angry that nobody at work pissed me off today because they ain't giving me that kind of power. My mind is something else. I got time for the cool to talk. All this, that, that, no, no. Because you're taking away your energy. So, if we set our mind, you know, out of the heart and mouth space, yeah. it's really here. I really want us to get into the heart space so that the mind is almost on cruise control. If you can control that within here, I could, I'm reading a book now, and I think it's one of the more prominent books that mm. I think we spent a hand on that really mm. helps with that. Uh, Robert Greene, The Laws of Human Nature. And here in the autumn, I read a book already. Robert Greene, The Laws of Human Nature talks about one thing that just stood out is like we can't let what other people do affect how we do because you may have some other stuff going on you got triggered now i'm making that like it's personal nah you know you want to do that that's cool but i can't let that come on like that because i'm on a mission to get this stuff done on here so that's that's why i really do that really you know to, 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 to set us up to be over here and if you got to control that space man you can let somebody else control that shit for you Nice, nice. I like that. And you're absolutely right, man. I mean, it's something that people battle with every day, just letting people in your space. Like, not just having a space to just clear your own mind and have your own thoughts. Um, it's like waking up in the morning and the first thing you do is grab your phone. And that's a practice that I had to break uh, coming into this year. Like, when the year started, I told myself, when I wake up, first thing I'm going to do is pray. And then after that, read a book. Just get a chapter in, write down. Uh, I've been doing, I've been journaling since the year started. So I've been writing down like just as many things as I'm thankful for, just to kind of just stay in that space. And then I go ahead and start my day. 
you know, get into work, do whatever it is I got to do for the day, and then let the day come to me. And since I've been doing that, I found my days to be a breeze. Like, it's been easy to coast through, no matter what else is going on, because work is going to be work. Every, all that stuff is still going to be what it is, um, kind of like what you're saying, but just to be thankful that I can get in my car, I can go somewhere, I can make the money I'm making, and I can be okay with it. And it's been a breeze. It's been such a breeze to get through just because I've put my intentions on setting my day a certain way. Um, and I've been telling some of my boys, like, hey, man, when you get up, something I've been doing is just journal, man, just write down, which sounds crazy. They're like, eh, but you'd be surprised. Like, man, just write down your thoughts, write down what you're thankful for, what you're glad, any, whatever it is, just write it down. Even if you just write five things and then leave, you know, start your day that way. Um, versus as soon as you get up, you're looking at the messages from last night, the emails, the social media likes and all your notifications. And then that just swarms your, it just wraps your mind around a whole nother reality outside of yourself. Uh, and so that's just something that I've been starting and it's, I've, I've seen the change and improvement throughout my days. And so, you know, it's good. For, you know, I just want you to share that. When I seen it, I was like, man, to hear that and to see that more of, especially for our community, for black men, is that we don't, that mindset, I know for me, I haven't heard it, I, I didn't hear it until I was an adult. It wasn't something that was showed to me throughout high school and coming up, like that was literally at, in my mid-twenties was just like, man, you have to get your mind right. And we hear that part, like get your mind right, but you don't, nobody explains that. It's just like, man, get your mind right. And it's like, Huh? Um, yeah. And so now I understand what that means uh, more is, okay, let me set my mind on what pure intention I want for today and stay there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's interesting, man. Um, and so something I do not know anything about and I didn't watch the video is, can you tell the people what is SWOT, SWAT? No, yeah, well, it's not SWAT, but... <laughs> yes, what? Yeah, so it's it, it's a core principle in business. Um, it's it's a thing that you should probably do once a month. Uh, okay. Some people think it's kind of harsh when I do it once a month. I mean, oh, maybe once a quarter. But a SWOT is is a SWOT analysis. Uh, it shows the strengths of your business, the weaknesses of your business what opportunities are out there and what could threaten your business, right? Mm. And the reason why I say do it every month because you want to see, okay, am I moving? You got to do a heavy analysis. But if if we go through Q1, 2, 3, and 4, you're only doing it four times a year. So you want to catch it before anything changes. Your strengths may always be there. Okay, I'm focused on my strengths. I'm good. Am I good? Am I good? Okay, cool. Boom, boom. What am I weak at? And what am I striving to do to make the weakness a strength or at least I can bring somebody in that I can collab with that is strong where I'm weak am I constantly looking for that am I evaluating that every 30 days how's that looking so I can I don't want to stand on one arm the whole time let me balance this thing out uh, opportunities I mean on the weekly honestly what opportunities are out there the events that I go to the meetings I go to those are all opportunities and opportunities come from those opportunities so I can't chase everything. So my core mission and vision for the company, okay, and my own task with that, are these 10 business cards out of these 10, which ones help me get there? 
best. And I follow everybody else. Uh, and the threats, we got to be honest, what could threaten you? You know, another big player could buy you out, squash you out, corner you out. Um, you know, your lack of certain things. I'm mean, going to say we talked about it earlier. You know, us not understanding business like that. That's a threat. And it's and it's, it's a mounting threat against us to not be in the right spaces. Uh, so your business, are you doing business with the right people? Because uh, a threat could be you doing business with the wrong people. Uh, mm. A threat is like thinking that on social media, someone's talking government contracting, but the only thing you see is them talking behind a microphone. You don't see them actually out there doing the work. Uh, that's a threat because if you jump out there, you think that's a strength. And your weakness is you don't have that. The opportunity is let me work with this person. But technically, it's smoke and mirrors. So that you can put a SWOT analysis to almost anything, but mainly it's meant to cover for a, a certain business model. You know, uh, I won't say what my weaknesses are on air because got competition out there, <laughs> but I know what that is. And I make yeah. sure I've got the right people around me and the right systems in place to help me because you can't be strong everywhere. So it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. You got a weakness. It just means that you're weak in that area. So let me make sure I got something to prop me up there. So yeah, that's nice. that's what a SWAT analysis is for. Nice, nice, nice. I like that. I like that. I definitely want to share that with my people. Like how you break that down. Um, this, this is the man right here. This is the man right here. Business development. I hope y'all tapping in and, and, and getting right with this guy here. Um, another thing is something I, another video I didn't watch, but I want to get around to and, and maybe you can name for is what are five grants you should apply for today? Uh, first and foremost, make sure your business is registered with SAM.gov because SAM.gov controls grants.gov and that's where all the money comes mm. from. And I'm mm. noticing even more so now than when I even did that video. I think 80% of the applications we've looked at, they're all asking, are you registered in SAM.gov to get mm. the grant money? Uh, a lot of these grants are very cyclical, so I don't point for one in particular. I just make sure that you're with the SBA, right? Uh, you're with the uh, Minority Business Development Agency, Right? Those are two big organizations that cover a lot of grants out there. Uh, getting with your local city, the local areas, uh, they've got a lot of grant money from uh, the CARES Act, from um, a lot of these CDFIs or credit unions. They have access to capital. So the local municipalities know where the grants are at. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, community development corporations, they know where the grants are at. So for me, it's kind of like, let me make everything a funnel. And instead of getting at the bottom of the funnel, what comes out of it, let me kind of be a sniper rifle and go after the main organizations that have access to what I need. And then I tell them what my business is. That's what, they, that's what they're there for. And then they'll tell me which grants to go after, what grants are out there. Should I get a grant writer to write a grant for my business? Can I get some startup grants? Da, 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 da. So that'll open up a lot of opportunities for you. Nice. Now, um, and, and piggybacking off of what you said, do you think it's important uh, when you are going out for certain grants to have a grant writer, or is that something someone can take on themselves? Um, some of these grants are, well, there's grants you can just fill out an application for, and based on the criteria in the industry, or just if you're a startup or whatever, you can apply for those and get it. 
that's 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 one thing. You don't need anybody for that because you're not writing the grant out. Now, if you're pursuing a grant that needs a grant writer, gotcha. and it'll say, you know, this is the Firestone man or, um, you know, certain grants that you actually have to build out for. Those are more, those are larger grants that are, uh, you can use over the course of a year or two. You need a grant writer because you're going to write a proposal, things of that nature. I wouldn't do it alone. I know what I'm doing. I would get a professional grant writer who's doing this thing on the daily. Nice. They know what you're doing. Or they know what they're doing to get it done for you. Yeah, without a doubt. Nice, nice, nice. Um, and so with everything that you're doing, uh, Coach, would you say you are um, kind of living out yeah, your purpose? because uh, there's many this days I don't want to give it here. up. Go get me, and I can easily get a contract or two. I'll let you. I'll be, ha- I'll be home right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any days, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I can get a contract and, and coast a little bit, to be honest. Um, but definitely, I think, you know, what I've been through in life, what I've learned in business, um, I've been gifted to teach. I don't I don't like doing it, to be honest. I'm not like a fan of podcasts. I'm going to talk to people. Ah, I go play, play games, go to the gym, off to myself. I'm just, yeah, that's, that's me away from this. But, you know, God's got me in a position where I can teach this stuff. I've been through it. I know it. Uh, I know the real from the fake. You feel me? Uh, I can talk to our people like they need to be talked to. You know what I'm saying? So, and especially our women and our veterans. Two hardest working, most underserved populations out there. Period. And I understand how to get you where you need to be. So, definitely in my purpose. Because it's taking me places I didn't think I'd be, honestly. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. man. Nice, nice, nice. You, you keep you keep doing what you're doing, man. Providing the information and the resources uh, to people out there, especially people like me for the younger cats. I'm 37, and so you know, for me to be able to talk to my nephews who's 18 and 23, and some of their friends to show them, you know, yeah, you can play around with your 20s. I know there's a lot of people say, you know, don't take things too serious in your 20s. What I find that you should take things serious enough in your 20s to get a little ahead of the curve um, and understand some of these things that's out here for you before you get into your mid-30s and now you're playing catch-up. Um, so for our community, I believe it should start uh, while, they're in their young, while they're young and in their, in their youth. Like, it's like coming out of college going to play ball. right? You're not going to come out and, and try to go into the league in your 30s you're going to go when you're at your prime time of energy. And so uh, I like to give them this information while they're in their prime to be able to show them a little bit of focus. Uh, I find that to be one of the things in the youth is it's so much going on that it's hard for them to just stay focused. And so to give them information to say, hey, look, you know, the chances of you being a star rapper, a star athlete is like hitting a lottery. It's possible. Right, I believe in the law of attraction. You can attract it to you, um, but there's also some other things out there that you can attract to you that can make you know that the odds are in your favor a lot better than what it is of you trying to go after just what's your pure talent and to be able to repurpose some of that talent in the youth. And so I like to you know connect with OGs like yourself and learn a little bit, so then I can take it, do my research and development on it and then bring it back 
to the young ones that's underneath me who they think I didn't hit it, right? They think I didn't, I didn't made it big. I'm out here and it's like, man, only if you knew, <laughs> like, boy, I'm, I'm trying to get to the promised land. I ain't got there yet, you know? So being that I'm somewhat of an inspiration to them, I try to at least give them, you know, good information at the same time. Well, Coach, man, I uh, appreciate you having on. It's, uh, before we close out, is there anything, any last words you want to leave with the people? And then uh, let them know your handle, where they can find you on all social media platforms. Sure, for sure. Now, um, my, my thing is, man, make sure that whoever you're following, whatever you're following, you know, shout out to Big Dream. I mean, you know, Dream Big. It's, it's definitely a place you want to stay and want to be. Follow people, man, that you can... Don't follow so fast. Dig deep. You know, follow what they've done and, and, and see what things are at. You know, in this recessionary time we're in, scams get real high. So the marketing is a beast right now. And I, I, and I, I hear people's horror stories, you know what I'm saying? So my, my big thing, especially now in this February Black History Month that we're in, follow people that are, have been doing things for a minute and can give you context clues to their success to help you with your success. And, and, and save yourself some time. We don't have time to waste right now as a people. We ain't got time to be going backwards and, and spinning our wheels on what looks good. You feel me? So follow that, man. If not me, others that, that are really doing this thing. There's a lot of us that are. You know what I'm saying? Follow that advice and, and, and collapse that time window for yourself and really make it happen. Uh, I'm on IG, Coach John Austin. Uh, same thing on LinkedIn, uh, thecoachaustin.com. T-H-E, CoachAustin.com is my website. Everything we have is there. We try to make that site one hub for everything that we do. So we got a news ticker on there, a whole forum. We got free grants on the website too. So check that out, you feel me? We got a class on the 23rd teaching about certifications and whatnot. Myself and my staff will be teaching. So love everybody to pull up on that, man. Nice, 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 nice. Well, this is your host, Jimmy Doe. This is the Dream Big Podcast. This was an amazing conversation with the coach, John Austin. I'm going to get it right this time. Get it right. Appreciate um, you. Appreciate you, man. And keep doing everything that you're doing for the community. I make sure I continue to send people your way. Uh, definitely pick up your book. I'm going to pick up your book. So you said it's the entrepreneur, I mean, the time management for entrepreneur. Is that what it's called? Exactly. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah, so make sure I pick up your book, man. For everyone that's listening, you make sure you pick up the man's book. He has some, some great wisdom in there, as you can see. Uh, some great information. He's someone that's been in his space doing it for the last 17 years and counting. Um, so y'all make sure y'all tap in with the young, I'm going to call him the young coach, John Austin. Yeah, young man, young man. You know, you got the salt and pepper beard. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. young man, young man. Don't let it fool you. Ha, 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 ha.